I have no idea what's happening. What are you saying to me, Sam? We're live on the air. One sec, we're live, we're on, live the on the we're air. Live on the we're air, live Sam. On the we're air. live. And Jared, also, I'm recording this whole thing on my end, so I can send you a nice high def recording of this. Great. Oh, Thank you. God, what are you saying, Sam? Death. We're live on the air. Sam, we're live on the air. What was what that? What are you saying? Nothing. Okay. okay. Well, we're live, on the well air. we're live on the air. So next time it better be something. Yeah, we're recording. Okay, guys. Uh, we're recording. This is episode fucking nine. This is episode nine. We have a very, very special guest today. His name is Nate Steiner. Nate Steiner. Nate Steiner. <laughs> he is very um, qualified, very applicable, Dude, very so, existence, very so qualified. carpets. He's got a lot. He's known for his carpets. He's got a lot of stuff to do. He's going to be telling us a little bit more about himself. Nate, how are you? Woo! Doing well, but let's pretend like I didn't just invite myself, like usual. No, 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 no. Let, let us tell you something about Nate. This man has traveled the world yeah. with Steve Aoki. Steve Aoki. Dioro. Dioro. Probably look, more people than I don't There's guys. probably other they're ones I don't on, even know about. They're at a higher elevation than everyone else at the concert. They're on usually like a square. There's like a, there's people standing in front of them saying, you better not come up here, dude, because this is the guy you came here to see. Mm-hmm. Nate Steiner. Yeah, yeah. Well, act, yeah. Just tell us what you do. Yeah, Nate. Tell us. Well, what you do. so uh, basically, uh, I am an animator and production manager and VJ for DJs and rappers and uh, bands. Wow. Uh, now you're. Um, are you still like Dioro's guy? Yeah, I, I am definitely Dioro's guy at the moment. I'm his production manager, and then uh, that's usually when we're touring. But right now, there's no oh. touring. So uh, I have we've been so- doing. I have so many questions. About you have what a, you, do. you have a, you have your own business now, though, right? You have your own. Uh, I am not. I'm actually an employee of Night Ride Visuals, so yeah. I'm the lead production manager for that company. Nice. Uh, so, slowly working my way up to a partner at some point, but very cool, dude. Man. You very know cool. what? I, Climbing I just, the ladder. I would just like to say, um, I've known Nate for a long time since middle school. Yep. He's come a long way from, uh, what was it, high school? On the uh, uh, senior cruise, when everyone was calling you the glow stick kid, uh, that was actually because I uh, ran for class president and lost. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what? What? So people called you the glow stick. What kid, I right? see you as passing out glow sticks. What I see you as is Carrie's boyfriend in uh, Sex in the City. He does large scale light installations in uh, Paris. He's this Russian that's, guy. And I was always like, that's exactly what Nate does. Nate, Nate does large scale light installations. Large scale. Yeah. I mean, that is a great way. That's the classiest way of saying what I do. <laughs> Perfect. You um, want to give more specifics? Want to give us more specifics? I knew you were Dude, say like, come as soon on, as I man. Fucking said that. But I mean, to go back to what Jared was saying, I mean, like, yeah, no, I, I ran for class, uh, like, uh, class president. And I, my whole thing was like, all right, cool. Like, there's only one thing that the class president does. That's, that's, they only have one job, and that's he to organize the prom. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. no, it's they do all the prom and all the reunions. And I was like, hey, I do amazing things. I love doing events. I ran the junior prom. I'm like, I didn't know I, I could do this. I could do a great job doing this. I, and I was like, I, I told everybody during my speech, I was like, I got this. I'm going to get the best DJ. I'm going to give everybody glow sticks. <laughs> <laughs> and that just stuck with you for your that whole was, life. Oh, damn. And Dude, I that... also, I remember a specific conversation that me and Rachel had with you, and we we're like, oh, you're going to do lights? What are you going to do, lights for, like, Dead Mouse? I don't think so. And then fucking fast yep. forward. Yep, that's exactly Have you done lights for Dead Mouse? I have not done lights for Dead oh, Mouse, but I did. Mine. What a mm. loser. I, I okay. actually, I got to open for him, though. The, the opening. Yeah, DJing. The opening DJ didn't oh, show up, right. so. Uh... Wow. Jared's furious. Dude. 
this podcast episode is over. Oh my god, <laughs> that's fucking crazy. That's awesome, dude. Do you do dude. a lot of do you do a lot of DJing still? No, not really. Honestly, like I do it casually, like when I just like to play around just for fun. But um, I just got so deep into the visual side of things. I mean, like I feel like that's a whole rabbit hole for to go down. Like you, you got to choose audio or video or lighting. I mean, there's like so many different departments. You just got to pick one and get mm. good at it. Yes, like someone asked me to DJ their wedding, and I was like, I don't fucking feel like doing that, dude. Like, I got a, a job. I don't need to do that. Like, if this was college, I'd be like, I'm all in, but I, I'm so over that. Thankfully, still- your your job is like, that's your your downtime can be that. Yeah. So that, that's what your, like, yeah. casual thing is, yeah. is to DJ, yeah. to open for, like, a very successful DJ. Well, that, that's, I would say a lot of the times that you climb the ladder in the music industry, it's just by being there when someone else fucks up. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's how I got my first lighting gig. Like really, somebody, somebody called out sick and like the, the the venue was like, "We're so screwed. Please, so anybody, please come in and run lights right now." And I was, well, I'm here. Wow. <laughs> Have you ever turned a light on before? That's we so need dope. you. Yeah, and then the the DJing for Deadmau5 thing was literally just I was at Bijou in Boston and uh, the opening DJ just didn't show up and the manager of the wow. club came up and was like, they were "Cool, just like, Nate, someone he... play music." <laughs> yeah, someone please right now. <laughs> how hey, long? How long bad. was your set? Uh, it was like an hour. Oh, what? that's real. Did they pay you for it? Uh, I mean, I was on I was on salary at Bijou that but at that point, so I just got paid my day rate for being there. But <laughs> I mean, that's sick, dude. They're you like, yo, whatever. we should start doing this more often. We should have the day rate guys DJ. We should say we should did you meet? Money. Did you get to meet Joel? <laughs> uh, I did not meet Joel. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know him by Joel, so that's yeah, you know about me. Jewel, the singer. Jewel. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The Jewel is dead mouse. That's yeah. awesome. Um, before we before we go any further, though, you want to do the we have. Yeah, we have some uh, cocktails made by our longtime friend Mindy. It's yep. it's fa- Fable Cocktails. Fable Cocktails. And we're gonna try it. We're gonna try it for the first time. This on one is air. called a uh, Raspberry Gin Fizz. Nate, you don't have one, but you if, can the, if it were possible, I want you to know that we would have thought of you we and given you one of these. Now I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do fancy. I'm gonna. You're gonna go ice. over the I'm ice. I'm gonna go over the ice a little bit. Okay, and then I'm gonna pop. I'm gonna pop a little bubbly on you. Because okay. we've already taken two shots because I was trying to get excited for you because I was nervous. And clearly it's backfired because this it back- guy's got no fucking energy tonight. Oh my God. It's not that I have no fucking energy, okay? It's, <laughs> it makes me nervous. He's so, <laughs> He's so successful and I'm still waiting on a background check so I can do fucking DoorDash, okay? <laughs> I don't know how to open this. talk about way. me, dog. You got to do a little fucking flippy clip. Oh, it's a twisty twist? Yeah. Whoa, dude. Oh, the whole thing? Oh, it's a... Actually, hold oh. on one second. I left my drink in the other room. I'll be right back. Okay, oh, this is perfect. great. Dead air. Sh- all right. Uh, oh, thing he has in the back. Pour it a little over the over the top, like she told me. And she pour over. Wait, and, is that what a pour over? Is? I don't know. She said to put it in a in a coupe a coupe glass. I don't know what that is. A rounded uh, martini glass. All right, Mindy, Fable cocktails. Here we go. Let's give it a taste. Wow. Mmm, that's very refreshing. Wow. That's really good. That's pretty good. Hey, what are you drinking? Probably White Claw. Mindy, this is very good. Yeah, if you want some, like, custom cocktails, and I guess they do catering. Hey, what are you drinking, you fuck? I am drinking an absolute grapefruit and rosemary. Loser! (laughs) Yeah, so, uh... This smells good. This is very good. Check it out. Fable Cocktails. We'll put the Instagram... Yeah, we'll put the link below. Do the link below. Yeah. But, Nate, I I I got a lot of questions to ask you. About your job. All right, go I, for it. I got a lot of answers, man. All right, good. I fucking hope so. All right. I don't know that yet. Because, so, 
when I guess when I first got into EDM and stuff, I would I would consider your job probably probably the dream probably the dream job besides being like an actual DJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but being older, I don't like. If I'm at the club like past twelve, I'm like I want to fucking go home. Like, do you still like rage and shit or? Is it kind of just like a job where you do it, do the lights, and get off? It is 100% a job. Okay. It's like I, I somehow found a way to get paid to be at concerts, but it's definitely like a work shift. Like when you're there on site, like it's funny. It, it starts to become more like a normal job, and like, like all the allure and like uh, the excitement of being at a concert kind of goes away. It's like, well, I'm at work. I don't have to do anything for like an hour or two. I'm just going to take a nap right now. I might get like a huge festival like- or something like that. Yeah, right. That's like that's yeah. That's kind of what I imagined. Like when I go see Eric Pritz, I'm like, dude, he's not on until three thirty a.m. Like Jesus Christ, I like how does that. he do it? I always liked the environment of clubs. I like the idea of like you belong, like you're supposed to be there. Whenever I would work events, like big ass events, I liked that I was like, I had a reason to be there, and it, like wasn't like to party. Like it was like, oh, this guy <laughs> yeah, like yeah, belong. Yeah. I like like walking through crowds and be like, I got something to do, dude. Like I can't fucking do this. But I, I like the environment of it anyway. Mm-hmm. That, what Joe just said, is my favorite part of the entire job. What, just kind of like walking around? Be there. Like, hey, yeah. yeah, I'm supposed to be here. Like, yeah. to be, like listen, I'm above you guys, okay? Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, what about when you're when you're touring and you're going to, like, ultra fucking Somalia? Like, doesn't that get tiring? Ultra Somalia. <laughs> there's an ultra Somalia, right? No, there's no. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just joking. You went I to think what? all of Somalia is pretty ultra. Ultra, like, Thailand so, or Japan or yeah, I've performed at Ultra Japan. I've done Ultra China. Now, and now, then wait, quick, 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 quick. When you say you perform, you mean you put the lights on? Yes, yeah, I am performing. <laughs> so no, I'm, I'm performing the video side of the show as well right. when Dioro is on stage. So he's on the stage. I'm at the front of house, which is what Joe said earlier, was that little platform that boosts you up, oh, um, okay. which gives me a better view of, like, the stage and everything like that. Oh. But, but isn't, isn't, isn't that, like, does it get crazy? Because, I mean, DJs, there's, they have shows every day. Like, 360 days out of the year, right? I would, I would say most DJs actually really only perform like maybe you gotta remember that like I'm only there for their big shows. So uh, like on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, they might do like a podcast or like a digital stream or like their management is always trying to keep them booked, keep them busy, keep their face in the news. So I get brought up for those big shows, but those big shows are typically only on Fridays and Saturday nights, maybe Sunday, maybe Thursday. So I would say four nights max. So you work two, night, two nights typically. Uh, yeah, I mean, with that artist, and then I, at home I do animating to fill in like the rest of the gaps to make a little extra money on the side. Um, right. Oh yeah, that's true because I guess if you see DJs at like a random club, they just have like a stock like thing in the background. So, so that's what you do. You do like the the animation background. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So our company specializes in video. We started as a video company. We've since expanded to doing more, like more stage design and production management. And uh, we bring in laser and lighting guys. But uh, we're definitely a video company. I think that would be. Now, do you have to you have to loan kit out like the the car, or is it like you get them a day every week and like then you (laughs) use them in some shows or like what is it? And do you get to see um, Hasselhoff or is he is he like just a silent partner in this? So fun fact, I haven't seen Hasselhoff. Not not since SpongeBob, but uh, no. Um, Kit gets a little cut of the of the budget every single time the lights go red from the left side of the stage to the right that side. That, that that's a royalty sense. right there. Well, see, listen. See, once Nate's, it, Nate's in for it. That He's was here a for it. that was a Night Rider reference. If anyone got that, Kit oh, I got that. Right. Our, 
Oh, I, I didn't. I, didn't I get saw it him at all. smile. That was for you, Jared. Yeah, I know. Oh no, I got it. Because he's looking at me like, oh, look at this like, look fucking at this stupid guy. fucking. Yeah, but he idiot. doesn't get it. But Nate no. has a little no, smirk. No, I mean, I got it. And, and it's an all-knowing smirk. It's like I know you, bud. It's like he tossed me his jersey at the end of the at the end of the game. Hey, bud, I saw you out like there. Mike. I saw you working out there, radio. But your teeth are fucked up, and you're Cuba Gooding Jr. Wow. So we can't have you on the team. You can't be on the team. No, you can't come on the bus. Um. Um. So. Dioro, he seems like a, I don't know, because he seems like a calmer sort of DJ, like an older, you know, like, because I imagine you might not live like the, the DJ party life, but I'm sure a lot of other DJs like get fucked up and he shit. wants to know do and you go out crew, and do you like do you do that do you I want to know I want to know every I want like what's a crazy tell me like a fucking cool one I want the oro I want him to shout out the podcast and I want to be I want to open no, for him no and no. I want to I want to I want your life I'm gonna write down <laughs> okay <laughs> I want your life if you what's want the truth about Dioro, the, the the honest truth about it is that he is like the kindest family man in the That's entire world. So, uh, as for raging parties, no. <laughs> um, See, that's perfect. That would be but, perfect for me. But that's—I actually really prefer that because I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, when you're at the festival, like, you definitely can rage. Like, I rage once in a while. Like, I would say the best example of when I actually get the time to like actually party and enjoy myself would be like if we're we're playing a three-day festival. We oh, play yeah, the first exactly. day, and then like they might be able to. We we can keep the pass for night two. And so it's like I'll come back and I'll actually go as like a fan instead of like there working. Other, are there other U's in the in your group? Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Our, so our company has like 22 employees. Um, as for people that do exactly what I do, uh, there's probably about four or five of us like touring guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then outside of our company, every single big DJ in the world probably has a Nate. So mm-hmm. they have a guy that's on the road with them. So I, I, I at different venues all around the world, I bump into friends that I haven't seen in a while. Um, you end up making like little cruises of friends. Uh, that you kind of hang out with in random cities. I mean, are you the only white dude in the Dioro crew? Because every I, picture I, I see of you is like, what is he like? What is uh, he Spanish or Mexican? Uh, yeah, he's Mexican American. Uh, he was born in the United States, so but his parents are from Mexico. Um, I believe our... I was picturing a dinosaur, so I, I have no <laughs> idea who Dioro is. I was he picturing. He's a di- I thought he was, I'm pretty sure he was like an inflatable dinosaur. No, That's but every picture like. I see of you, you're worth like a bunch of Mexican people. And I'm like, That's yeah, awesome. <laughs> that 100% is the situation. I mean, like, uh, <laughs> the the best way I can sum it up is like the first day I got on tour with him. I, I remember I flew into Seattle and um, I, I found out I was going on tour on Sunday and I left on Thursday. So I had four days to get my entire life in order. And just that was literally I haven't stopped since that happened four years ago up until the pandemic. Um but I got onto the tour bus. I, I, we actually met at the airport, and everybody was speaking Spanish. And I was just in there being like, oh, oh no. <laughs> I was like, hola, amigos. Um, That's I awesome. Like, I worked at a Mexican restaurant in L.A., and I'm just like, I, whatever you want to say to me. Just, <laughs> just say it. it. <laughs> just talk to me nice, okay? Talk to me good. I don't know what you guys are saying. Yeah, now, does everyone... he... Oh, wait, go on. Go I was going to say, they, everybody kind of, as soon as I got there, everyone kind of gave me the eye, like, oh, man, what's going on? Like, is this guy, <laughs> is he legit? Is he cool? And so, then um, they ended up, uh, like, giving me a chance, and uh, one of the, the tour manager came up to me, and he was like, yo, do you smoke weed? And I was like, <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Decent, you yeah. are. Uh, uh, yes, I do. <laughs> it's the fucking this great gringo. <laughs> great this gringo gets down. 
Um, so they they loved me. They ended up like, becoming good friends of mine, and uh, I ended up becoming they on the first tour. They called me uh, La Fama Blanca, which means the oh, white flame. God. What did I call it? Um, oh man, I had a uh, oh Diego El Fuego. That's Diego what I said. El you should change it, Diego El Fuego. That's a great name. Uh, we should definitely touch on upon that later because uh, I'm trying to figure out some good names for like a solo artist act, and uh, we came up with Dan Diego would be a great name. Dan Diego. Dan that sounds Diego. like a bad porn star. Diego Dan sounds like a bad porn star. <laughs> yeah. Pepsi Longneck and fucking Dan Diego. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do something together. We could do something together. So well, tell me, like, uh, I mean, this is like a very tell like, me uh, something, girl. Thanks. This is a very pointed question. No, it's are not. What is I'm kind of drunk the fuck up. I know you are, dude, because that those are real drinks in the thing. Mi- those are whole drinks. drinks. You got a whole fucking. Very strong. They're too strong. Very... And then we did a shot. Oh and wait, then wait a second. Wait a second. What? It's Joe's birthday. Oh yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, John. Yeah, it's Jeff's birthday. <laughs> I just thought those balloons were left over from Jared's birthday. Oh, like, oh my God. God, that's so funny. Yeah, I don't know if you can see the banner, but it says, We Love Mermaids. Jared set me up. I, got <laughs> I the... set him up good, dude. <laughs> Joe is so surprised. <laughs> funny, yeah, that's why, that's why we have all the stuff set up. It's Joe's birthday. Every Wait, Nate, your birthday is in March. It is in January. Uh, January 27th. Mine's February 27th, and Rich's October 27th. Mm, I think your birthday's Joe's in March. Is no, I don't your know. birthday's in March, and your house has two staircases, and Yo, your birthday's your in March. Ri- well, your parents' house. God, what a great fucking house. <laughs> I walked into that house, and I was like, there are other there are other things in the world, huh? There's a lot of <laughs> other things that I think there's a lot of natural barriers to, and uh, I didn't know there could be this many rooms in one thing. What do you do with all these rooms? What's wild too is my parents' house. It like is three stories and awesome, and is literally, I would say, half the cost of that house I live in right now in California. Oh, I can only fucking and I live in a small condo. It's, it doesn't even make sense. My apartment, my one bedroom was nineteen fifty a month. That does it doesn't make any sense. I yeah. Dude, my have... my other one bedroom was uh, fifteen, and the one I played paid for myself was eleven fifty a month. My this studio, is... which was two hundred twenty square feet. This That's is 1550. Ridiculous. We have a giant basement yeah, area, two, floors, two bedrooms, two yeah. baths. So, yo, listen, um, in in your uh, travels, happy what's birthday. Like... It's fine. I don't, <laughs> care. I don't care. Dude, I fucking, I don't, I hate my birthday. March 13th is not my birthday. Dude, either. you look so, because you're a little cranky tonight. And I'm not you look a little miserable, but you're wearing a pink tiara. I'm not miserable, dude. <laughs> you seem really cranky. Dude. I'm not fucking cranky. I just hate my fucking birthday, dude, because it doesn't mean fucking anything, dude. But, it's just another day in another year. We're all going down to the cesspool, petri, just nonsense, naugahyde that is life. Naugahyde, dude. It's the yeah. plus word. It's the, um, it's the material that the chairs on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire are made of. Wow. What a cute pack. That's it, though. It's not used for anything else. That's it, dude. That's the only thing. Dude. <laughs> All right, what are you going to say? You're gonna ask um, some what's your fucking... Tell me, uh, tell me a cool thing. Like, I mean, I get it. Okay, you got a job. It's fun. Blah, blah, blah. Um, what's a cool thing that you've done? Dude, in your that's first? like when you're on a date and you don't know what to say. Tell me... Uh, no, it's when you're on me... speed dating. You have seven seconds <laughs> left. You're like, how was you? your mother met your father? Bowling. <laughs> 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 Fun things? I mean, oh man, I've got. I mean, I've got a lot of stories. Uh, a lot of these days that you had an off day, you had a ticket that gave you. Hey, we got. Let me tickets. actually. Let me There's ask you a question. Ticket. How much of that mic cost? Because I know though you got that professional mic right there. I actually don't know because it was a present. You son of a bitch, dude. Jared let is me so tell you something. tactless, I'm, bro. Dude, He's fucking Nate. You always just get shit. Remember at the apartment, you had a fucking pro- giant projector. You just got it. 
Well, yeah, it's because they were getting rid of all of them at the school oh, library. And they were like, oh, no, what do we do with all these old projectors? Does anybody want them? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, but dude, who, who got the last laugh? Because guess what's in this fucking room right now? An $80 projector. Nope. Nate's Risk. Oh, I, I guess it's <clears throat> not yeah. yours? No, I was. it's Nate's. I took it from his basement. That's funny. But it was in front of him. I said, Nate, I want to take this. And he said, that's all right. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's that's his all right. Risk board game. I was like, this is how I'll... Fucking get my get back at him, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking successful son of a bitch. Yeah, but my man's right. So listen, I want your days off. You know, you got the ticket. Hey, we're gonna do the lights today. Boop a boop. Tomorrow there's no lights because it's the Sabbath, so you can have your ticket. We don't need you. What did you? Uh, so we were in Japan and we got taken out. Uh, one of the agents Christ. that was there. That story I've ever heard. Decided that he was gonna take us out and show us like the real side of Japan because like Dioro loves to go to the restaurants. We do all that kind of fun thing, but like we, as you said, we don't do the party and we don't go to the clubs. We don't go uh, that right side of things. So. Um, the agent decided he was going to take us out and show us a good time, and we went to a Japanese strip club, and it was it, it was so the whole thing a cartoon? It's so uh, hard. No, it had it oh, had like raging full, hard. full production. I'm talking like a six person dance crew with microphones. All the strippers <laughs> sang. Really? They were singing. <laughs> yeah, they were singing. They had synchronized dance moves. They had pyrotechnics. Like they, it was like I, I've never seen anything like it. And then what? they would do their full song strip, and then they would walk around the room, and you would put, you would like slide the little dollar bills into their shirt. Wait, so the like, stripping was the not the most exciting part? You, no, it was like the pyrotechnics and the singing. I, I but they That's were actually really crazy. good singers. It, it was, it was unreal. I've never been to anything like there. And so I sat down there, and then I definitely got a little bit drunk, and I started trying to make friends there. And then the agent came up to me, and he was like, "Yo, yo, yo, don't talk agent? to those people." Agent. Uh, they were Asian. No, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. The Asian. The Asian agent. The Asian <laughs> agent. Yeah, the Asian agent. Uh, but no, he came up and grabbed me and he was like, yo, actually, don't talk to those people. Those are all in the Yakuza. You do not want to talk to those people. And like drunk They're me was like, missing their oh, <laughs> right, right. I can't just make friends in random places. People are not nice in other places. So uh, now are you are you a, like a strip club guy normally? Yeah. How do you feel? I actually strip hate strip clubs. Hey, dude. So, but something like that, I, I might be more into it. It was actually like for me that was just a really fun experience. It was like I like shows, yeah. I like concerts, I like the excitement of being in a place. I don't like the seediness of a strip club, especially because mm -hmm. like I I, was I like how they I like I like the abuse I guess of how. Oh, you, so you like that feeling? You like that? that I like that. I like the feeling of like no one wants to be here. I like the whole force. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm like, really nervous about these cameras, so I'm just gonna check if they're check still the on. fucking thing because we got <laughs> we got we got GoPros and like we we're not sure if they're recording or not. So Jerry gets up, he's going to touch his, he's going to say, oh, I'm recording, perfect. Is that real gold? All right, we're back. So this would be what is considered uh, son of a bitch. What'd you order it off of? <laughs> it's semi-fine. So yeah, it's it's dipped in real gold, but it is uh, 0.925 sterling silver with gold electroplated on top of it. Because oh. this same necklace in real gold would be like five grand each. And I don't have five grand for a necklace. That seems ridiculous. <clears throat> Someday. It <laughs> 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 took this back in here. No problem. Yeah, dude. I uh, I went to my. I've I've been looking for a gold necklace. I've always wanted a gold necklace. And I was in California, and I was like, I was uh, looking at different stores and shit. I went to Tiffany's. And I was like, let me. They had one men's necklace for ten grand. And I was like, <sighs> sick, sick. So then I went to Macy's, and they had all their shit on sale, right? So I was like, oh shit's on sale. Like, so I pick it up, dude. It's all hollow. All that fucking costume. It's like costumed. It's I mean it's real gold, but it's all hollow. So then I'm like, I can't afford a fucking necklace. I just can't. 
So I'm at uh, my cousin's house in South Central, and she's like, uh, I was like, I think it was either Christmas or it might have been near my birthday of last year. And I was like, uh, I was like yeah, I was like looking for a gold necklace. She's like, oh, I think I have something. So she just pulls out, this is a two and a half ounce, uh, 18 carat necklace. That's okay. crazy. It's fun. And she's like, you can have this. And she gave my mom a bracelet. I was like, dude, like <clears throat> I've never. So every time I walk into a bad neighborhood in my head. I have this internal bet. Exactly. Do I tuck it or do I not tuck it? Bro, and my stupid fucking ego uh, wins every single time. Of course the you don't is, tuck it. This shit is over my fucking sweatshirt. I'm like, <laughs> up, like I would rather die a warrior. Oh, God. I'd rather die on my feet than live on my knees. Yeah, I mean, I, I really have trouble with that in everyday life, like judging, like, am I in a safe situation or am I about to get robbed? And my whole gauge on that is really fucking off. I got robbed I walking down the street. The iPhone. That's right. the whitest sentence I've no, ever heard. No, it's not. It's a realistic sentence. It's it not is a, a realistic sentence. Never get robbed. Dude, bro. the most gangster people I've ever met were two white brothers. In fuck. Yeah. White brothers? Oh. They were related. No, they were um, albino black people. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> no, dude, they were the most. They were the most fucking. Get, well, I mean, they're half Puerto Rican, but you couldn't really tell. Yeah, Jared's actually. Wait, you I got robbed? My, yeah, I got my iPod Touch robbed yeah, on on a uh, Park Ave. Yeah. Wow. Pizza fair, kind of right. Yeah. How do, how do you remember yeah, that? You gave it up like a because I snatched <laughs> that shit right. right <laughs> it was Joe. Joe wearing a mask. <laughs> I'm wearing an Obama uh, mask. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not religious, but I kind of feel like I deserve that because my mom like told me that she basically bribed me to finish uh, confirmation classes, um, and she told me that if I finished confirmation classes, she would buy me an iPod Touch, and then they got me an iPod Touch, and then I got robbed like a week later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you fucking blaspheme! God dude. was like, you do not deserve that. Blasphemy! Snatch! Dude, I think uh, my mom did the same thing. She was like, if you do, if you graduate confirmation whatever the hell it's called we'll get you a phone yep and i did it everybody in my um when we did not confirmation what's the uh little kid communion mm. i had an all-white suit dude like Ooh. inside my guinea mind is like everyone's mind that's all italian has a white suit if someone in a white suit like some version of you is wearing a white suit <laughs> so dude all of my friends got chains they got silver chains and i was like i want like this is dope like everyone has chains everyone's a fucking wop this is dope we're gonna get chains Dude, when I finished my communion, I got a book that it was like, congratulations on finishing communion. Here's a bunch of, look how nice this book is about God, <laughs> and we're going to make the saints and the little cartoon characters. Dude, if I, if I, if I could have ate in it, shit it out, and then ate it again like a rabbit who died, you know, I would have done it. You're like, oh, what That's exactly what I said. Oh. I got your fucking mind. What's for that? <laughs> but yeah, dude, I feel you on that. Like, whether I, what do I do? What don't I do? I learned a long time ago, though, that you have to just... Well, you know the fake it till you make it. I was like forced to be tough artificially until one day you wake up and that's just like you just have a stink face that's on. Just you. Yeah. <laughs> so dude, I walk like everyone I walk around they're like, dude, why are you pissed off right now? I'm like, I'm not even pissed off, dude. You're pissed off. <laughs> You're no pissed off. No one's gonna take my nothing. <laughs> my uh my defense on that, and you should try this too, is uh be broke as shit. And have nothing that anybody wants. Mm -hmm. And then you walk around and then you just look at some people that were going to rob you. And now they start Do to feel it. bad for you. <laughs> yeah. And well, then you start to get stuff from robbers. I think that's why you got away with all that stuff in Atlantic City. I think that guy was going to rob you. And then yes. he's like, you're so broke that I feel exactly. bad. Bro. Man's was, watches our Man's watches the podcast. podcast. I love it. Yes, that's awesome, dude. Night Ride Visuals, baby. Night Ride Visuals, shout 
Um, yeah, big shout out to Night Ride Visuals. <laughs> Check us out on Instagram. Uh, but we always talk. We always talk about this, and I'll tell you, you're like the fucking inspirate. Did you finish the rest? Of, you're gonna be drunk as shit at the end of that. You're not dealing with it if you get loud. Oh, you're not dealing with. Yo, one time we, when we were at 95 Oakland, <laughs> remember I don't know, our first ago. apartment. It was like Ten years. We're at a, we're at our apartment, 95 Oakland. We're all playing fucking uh, GameCube, and this fucking idiot. No, you are. You're playing Borderlands. Nah, we were all we were in four chairs and we were all doing something. So oh, you don't even I, fucking remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Dude, so we're all sitting there and he literally <laughs> just starts going. Dude, I remember my because <laughs> no, no, I remember in my head you were saying don't be loud and I was like, Oh, oh you're gonna oh, tell me not oh, to be he's loud. Gonna you tell me not bitch. I'm gonna scream. And Dude, he literally <laughs> he wasn't screaming anything. He wasn't yelling. He was just like a steady static scream. I had to get up and like Put my fucking hand over his mouth. He's like, shut the fuck up. He's like, no one's going to tell me what. Dude, like four years of so my life. So you're going to get drunk. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't do Back that. To what What's I'm saying. I'm going on a tangent right now. You're fucking messing me up. I'm going on a tangent. And my head is getting sweaty because you're making me drink all these fucking esoteric cocktails from fucking hippie ass cocktails that taste delicious. Oh, hey, Fable, Fable cocktails. cocktails. Very yeah, good. No but listen, Nate, <laughs> this <is> about you. <laughs> here's the thing about you, Cody. Oh, is that a you got a cog back there? Is that a cog? Can you stop asking him how much his shit. Uh, you got a cog? This guy has a literal career, and he no, still it's broke it's his heart and his fucking brain. Oh, it's a moog. Listen, a moog. listen, Nate Steiner, we're young. Oh, Nate, what, you, Nate? Guess what, dude? We already went through that. <laughs> did we? Though? Did that? But listen, more so. Do you ever miss um, Rhode Island? I a hundred percent miss Rhode Island. What an idiot. Uh, I, I think. Oh, so I mean, like this That's is like who's back from California <laughs> in Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah, mo- moves back home. Yeah, like, yeah, it fucking idiot. sucks here. <laughs> Whoever moves back is an idiot. <laughs> I'm a hater. I'm jaded. Not go. I think after traveling the entire world, I've realized a couple of things. One, the rest of the world sucks. What was that? The rest of the world principles suck. Oh, uh, the rest of the world sucks. Oh, yeah. Like, like after doing Whoa. extreme world traveling, I can tell you that the United States. Is just more comfortable. There's more accessibility. There's more things like you don't have to worry about. Like, hey, if did I brush my teeth with this water that's gonna make me shit my brains out for the next twelve hours? You don't have to worry about that here. But if I want to go, yeah, but what? Yeah, but... what about the dancing and the passion? <laughs> you've been to like Europe. It can't be that bad in Europe. What's the best place you've been aside from in certain terms of comfort, in terms of somewhere you okay. felt safe? Have yeah. you been to Space Ibiza? Can you shut the fuck up and let him say I his thing. Have been to Space Ibiza. You fucking so, bitch, dude. I, what is okay. Space Ibiza? Exactly. It's a club. Uh, oh, I actually Ibiza. Ibiza. Uh, Ibiza. My favorite club in Ibiza would be uh, High. Um, High has the best. Is probably my favorite club in the world because they have a, another stage in the bathroom. So when you leave the main stage to go to the bathroom, there's another DJ playing in the bathroom, so you can go and enjoy that concert. And there's like literally a dance party in the line while people are waiting to go take piss. All and the samples the, are shits and farts. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's there's no men or women's restroom. There's just one restroom. That's how it should and, be. And they have two hundred stalls. There's no urinals, and so everyone can go in the stalls. You can go and fuck in the stalls if you want. You can go sell drugs in the you stalls. Know, just that aspect, that what you just said, was what made me stop and like try to think of where where we're talking about. There's 200 stalls. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. What yeah. the fuck? I yeah. feel you on the bathroom part though, dude. I did a um, I did Seth Rogan's hilarity for charity. Don't try to. No, it's me and him. Don't try to out. Well, I'm Don't... not. I can't. No. I can't out. I'm just trying to like <laughs> somewhat keep up with his stories. Okay. We did... I, wa- the other, I was watching Jimmy Fallon. Ever heard of it? Uh... <laughs> On my 32 inch flat <laughs> yeah, screen. Uh... But no. So we um 
there were porta potties, and you had to go through the right porta potty. You had to like figure out which one it was. Oh, and there's uh, a... it's the only one with a fucking security guard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you go through the porta potty, and it's not a toilet. And through the back is another door, and there's like a secret club in the back. You think so... we don't know that? We, you know how many music festivals? Wait, really? To? I haven't been to one fucking festival, one concert. Oh, Joe, I'm done with that, dude. You are my guest. This. Please be I... my guest. I would love to take dude, you to the music. Seriously, concert. I haven't done shit. But me... I went to a show with him. And he was crip walking. Bro, I don't know any oh, other dance. Dude, I don't so, know any other dance. It was dance. the first day we got to California. And, um, oh, that was <laughs> Dude, it was... Um, uh, boys Noise. Yeah, but it was, boy, oh, it was Boys Noise Records, like 10th anniversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, we're standing in the back. Bro, we're, no, we're standing outside because I, I, I smoke cigarettes. The only time in our history oh, yeah. where me smoking cigarettes has benefited yeah, we're, Jared. Like, in the patio. I'm like, dude, dude I'm like, that's... No, no, no. You didn't even say it. I said it. I was smoking a cigarette and 10 feet away from us, there's a dude with a fucking haircut oh, yeah. with the, the, the hair. And I'm like, is that fucking uh, like, Skrillex? It's like, it's Skrillex. Dude, it's Skrillex. It's Diplo. They're just walking. Flux they're doing Pavilion like, walked yeah, by. Anna Leno walked by. And then dope. we got to see a dog blood set, which they don't do that often. And Joe's fucking Crip walking. I didn't know anything. That's awesome. I mean. <laughs> I didn't know any other dance. <laughs> I, I think that's amazing. I wish more people would Crip walk. It was so Have you ever. I'm, I'm assuming you get to meet like a lot of DJs, obviously, right? Yeah, of course. Is there one that you've met and you were like, oh, fuck. Like, really starstruck? To complete, to be completely honest, I don't get starstruck over, like, I was just people. Say that. Like, seem DJs, like, like, like don't, they don't, like, for me, like, the only person that would, like, really be like, holy shit, I can't believe I'm hanging out with this person, like, Bill Murray. That's, like, someone that yep. I'd be like, That's oh, really my cool. God. Like, Jim Carrey. Yeah, but what about, yeah. like, if, if I met Eric Prids? It would mean nothing. He's a dude. Sure. Would it, like, Fatboy Slim, that would mean nothing. Fatboy Slim, maybe. Fatboy Slim, maybe. I'm, I'm, me and Joe are on the same level on this. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Eric Prince, no, because I feel, you. I feel you. Like, dude, Eric Prince is just like a dude that's afraid of flying, that loves being on trains, and he makes good techno music. He's his visual guys are very cool. Like, if I met his technical crew, of course, I'd have lots of questions. I would, I'd be, I would treat them like people. I would be excited to talk to them, but I'm not gonna like fawn over somebody just well, because he made I, good obviously music. Obviously, I'm not gonna be Eric Prince. Well, I think, but, well, but, but, yeah. but I would be like that over like if I met Bill Murray internally, I'd be like. Oh shit! Oh shit! Be cool! Be cool! Be cool! I think I think the veil, like once you break it, like the veil is a very big part of the uh, austere nature. Oh, of, so like he's in the industry. Well, I mean, and I'm not saying not to compare, but just like the little bit I had when I was on the the episode of uh, Wahlburgers. Once you get to see behind the scenes of like how it's made and shit, yeah, it's like you're like, oh, this these are just fucking people, and like you know, just it is what it is. And it kind of makes you better at the job. Are there any DJs you've seen and you just watch them press play and like pretend? I'll plead the fifth on that question. Yeah, because I know who, smart. I know one, and I'm not gonna say his name. There, there, there are a lot of them, and and it does make sense. I mean, like, I mean, I'm gonna tie this whole thing full circle right now. You guys were asking me at the very beginning about how, um, how I feel about this being work and like it, it's this job. Than we are, and, so. yes, we're trying to talk about that. Okay, let's just pretend we're on. He's we're like, all, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tie this all we're in. All on the same I'm team. gonna make this episode okay. way better than it would have been. Just let's just give him, a, give him a chance. But it's like. Joe's Joe's right. The veil has been removed, so it is just a job. It's like you show up there; it's work. Like when you see celebrities walking around, it's like it's like seeing coworkers walking around. It's like if you worked at like a big box store and you saw that dude that works the register come into the break room and hang out, you're not gonna like jump up and like run over to him. You might say, "Sup, man? How you doing?" And then keep on doing your own thing. Like if you are tired and it's your break, I'm taking a nap. It doesn't, but it just the difference is instead of being the front, uh, like the register guy, it would be Eric Prince walks in after performing his set. And like he's he's coming into the back of stage. I'm hanging out back there. I might say, "What's up, man? Think great set." I mean, like you can be polite. Also, but when like, you first started, though, were you like, 
Oh my, like this is I don't think you were. I don't think when you, you first were. started. No, yeah. because like I was like as soon as I was on, I like really had to make sure that like I was like my, my, my A game was like on. That. I want yeah. Right. They yeah. I, I had to make sure that I was cool. I was so worried that like I was like around all these big DJs and like I just wanted to make sure that people were like cool. Nate's chill. You don't got to worry about him. I wanted people to be like he takes well, care of himself. You, that's fair. You're not you're not uh working for your exposure. You know what I'm saying? Correct. You're not you're not uh, taking advantage of the small window you have with these people. It's like not only am I going to see you today, your job, what you're doing depends on my job, and I'm going to see you tomorrow. He's like John Stockton. Wow! You know? Yeah, you are. You're he's just, you're just fishing. You're, yep, yep, he's yep. making Car Malone look good, dude. Yeah. So mm, it's not it's, like John Stockton. So it's more like the referee, I guess. No, I think it's more like a Stockton. It's, it's I'm Wait, setting up these uh, people in my industry. <laughs> Set up I DJs. I think we have a three-way thing going on here. But wow, that's great. That's just like how I dream one night, every night, one time, every night, every, every night. night. Go ahead. But <laughs> every night, go ahead. Go every ahead. night, go ahead. But yeah, I mean, like I would say that's a really good way of describing what I do is that we help assist DJs to crush what they do. I mean, yeah, obviously, you're, you're when, just as important. You really yeah. are. Like, I mean, like if you think about it on like a literal. You know, a literal view. Like you both have you both. If you didn't do your job, this shit would suck. Dude, if you well, went to a fucking DJ have, and they were just like question. sparklers, that was insane. How much <laughs> you just interrupted me. That was the most. Yeah, but I'm, I'm glad I did because you're, you're about to talk about sparklers, dude. I faded into sparklers because I looked in your eyes. I was like, what a rat piece of shit. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, I have a question. Uh, onward. Um, I don't know if it's good. This is going to be insulting. Is it another Mexican question? Because probably. So. Do they no? <laughs> um, but so do they always dance, or is it just when? So if you're going on tour with Dioro, I'm, I'm assuming he plays the same set of the like of his tour. Couldn't you just have the visuals like recorded? So that's a really good question. Yeah, how do what do you play the audience? How do you Dioro? So there are, and it's kind of to bring it back to your question. We were asking like, are some DJ sets do they just push play on the set? Yeah, like uh, I know Dead Mouse, he actually doesn't DJ. He like does the visuals, right? So Dead Mouse is doing some weird shit right now. I, he has like a full lighting console on stage to like control the lighting, video, everything yeah. together. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. Um, there's a couple different ways of going about uh, doing this whole thing. Like I would say, option A is you actually have a DJ. So Dioro and Steve Aoki are both artists that actually play the whole set themselves. So they're actually on the Steve CDJs. They're so the whole set himself. Steve Aoki was so nervous about people making fun of him for not playing his set that he decided that he was going to do a hundred percent of the set. Yo, he decided like Bro, who a couple are years you? ago. What? No, not, not Bro, even I mean, I, come on. Nonsense. I saw him at mystery land and he, it was, did you ridiculous? What did you see? So I, well, I heard yeah. he just plays the did whole you? song and then he just played the whole other You're like, song. I think this guy, so, let's do some buttons. Uh, our team has been with Steve Aoki since around 2016, 2017, right around there. So I can't really speak for what was happening in 2012. Um, but that being said, I do know that Steve is very sensitive about people thinking that he's just pushing play and jumping on raps and climbing up. So he got really he still, into... Yeah, he, got, he fucking almost killed a girl, right? Yeah, well, jumping on the raft. Yeah, he, he, he is, her vertebrae suffered damage from the raft. Um, the metal. and so she she sued. No, it jumped up from like a. Like no, was it metal? Like metal? Like hard? Was it hardcore? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely hardcore. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, like Steve does, uh, and Dioro uh, specifically, like they play their set song by song, and the order's different every night. So 
Okay. It, it even be... if it's like the Dioro whatever tour. Do they do it by the crowd? He doesn't just have. So like... they do it by the crowd, and then you have to do it based on the DJ's decisions. Um... Now, now there are artists that play the same set every night, and because well, I'm thinking like Excision, like his Paradox tour has. Bro, to he's pick... not gonna drop names. Yeah, no, so I'm thinking that's got to be the same set because the visuals are like, it's so synced up with the music. Yeah, so there's something called time code, which allows you to actually, I can, when, when a DJ is on his turntables on the CDJs, I can actually see what song he's playing and what song uh -huh. he's got loaded up next. Uh -huh. And I can actually uh -huh. drag a video file and sync it with those individual songs. So Okay. And that is, so that would be a full time coded set. Um, so, so so you have like so certain visuals go with certain songs, but you don't know the order he's gonna play it. So correct. you see and then sometimes he's got dana, 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 and you're like gotta put do those dana, have, dana, dana. Do you ever have a completely like uh Im improved improvised so, improvised? Yeah, so I would say about for me about fifty percent of the set is improvised because Duro is adding oh. in new tracks every night. He's adding in new edits. He might tweak a song. He might be like, "Oh, I took that part out." He might chop out the second verse, so or he might flip the verses so that it's a little bit unexpected for the people because singing it's along. The drops and shit, yeah, right? it's yeah, the exactly. At the pop, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. so a lot of times, instead of me having one long video for the whole song. I'll have like one video for like when the, the vocals are singing. I'll have one video for the build, and then I'll have another video for the drop. So I'm still doing it live, improvising uh, all the parts. But that way, I'm always on the fly, so I'm quick. So if if, if Dior changes a lot of the set, we're not like calling animators and trying to you make can edits. Just categorize it into so you're like, like oh, I'm hearing the three okay. things, and you okay. can just pick what. Okay. And I would say like Dior changes the set so rapidly that like sometimes like I, I just have to be on the fly, be like, cool, I've never heard the song ever in my entire <laughs> life. Let's just like, like seems like it's gonna be better, 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 better. It's like your I guess VJ. You're, yeah. Wait, yeah, wait. And that's what, okay. that's Can what I ask a question. Is it visual jockey? Yeah. Yes, that would be what a VJ is. <laughs> nice. I thought it was the Fuck guys me. on MTV that uh, introduced music videos. That it, it was, was there, but that's what they're doing. They're they're being video jockeys. They're picking videos and playing them at the right time. It just so happens that their videos also have the audio embedded in it. Um, oh, which God. I can sometimes do. Shit. <laughs> I don't know shit about this podcast right now, dude. <laughs> but I'm here for I've it. I've actually, I don't think I've ever seen Dioro. Dude, come on out to a show, dude. I would love to host both of you guys anytime you guys want to come out. Host means free. Nate, free. You host, host means not only free, but it means that I can get you backstage and I'm going to get you That's free liquor. Hey, if you have me as your guest and I don't have a job, I'm going to default protect <laughs> you. Do you understand that? I'm I, I probably use that. Bro, you sound like Smitty. You guys remember Smitty, oh, right? Dude, you can't. Ah. Oh, Smitty died. No matter what, yeah, what? he's dead. Yep, uh, another one bites the dust. <laughs> <laughs> what I beat another guy. Beat him. Win. I mean, yeah. I'm not even surprised about Smitty, but no. You guess what he died of? Liver failure. No. Oh, what? You mean the the guy that was binge drinking when we were thirteen and selling oh, thirteen year olds liquor? Nice guy. Too. He was a nice guy. I have never. Yeah, he was a nice guy. I don't know. He was a nice. Guy. It was funny. Smitty was the guy that I was like, damn, that's the craziest guy I've ever met. And then I moved to South Central, <laughs> and I was like, Cut you know, it's good, you. good to me. <laughs> Man, I wish I was Smitty. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but dude, dude listen, I would love, I would love to do any of that shit with you. Hey, speaking of, are we to go to a show? Yeah, do any of that shit with you? Protect no, I, you at I a would show? Not. Listen, Nate, I, I know we're saying it again. Ask Jared, dude. I fucking love you, bro. I think you're so fucking impressive, so proud That's of you, dude. You do all that shit. Yeah, I don't like who you are, I guess, as a person, <laughs> but I think your decisions you've made have been really good and profitable. I'm gonna be. I don't know if I already said this, but all my technical prowess, I think I got from you. Yep. 
You were the first. I was you a very, were the first like, guy that knew how to do it. I was a very creative person. Yep. And like, I was into Daft Punk and stuff. But I remember when you came back from your first year at Vermont, you were like, uh, you got to check out Dead Mouse. And then I was like, oh, this is dope. And then you were like, you got to go to Camp Bisco. And then you're like, you gotta come see Bass Nectar in Vermont. Well, no, what was the first? Your basement. Your basement was the studio, right? Well, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I built that studio I, in the basement. I mean, like, and we, Jer- Jer's like giving himself enough credit here. We filmed a, a torture scene in that little there? alcove right oh, before yeah, the Joe studio, Wait, right? Uh, time out. We're gonna. I'm gonna cut that and I'm, I'm gonna put this in there. Wow, that 1980. Just, the, yeah, uh, no, the, the torture scene. I'm gonna put it in wait, here, bro. Wait. Well, we're taking a chance to cut. We got to go back because I got to finish my answer about why I love Rhode Island so much. We well, never, let me just I, keep I, cutting you off, and then we'll end the podcast. Yeah, that's what we do on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we, we just we tangent, cut, and then we cut, we, and we, then I, I eat something <laughs> yeah, right at the end. We have a guest, and we don't let them talk. <laughs> and then the audio <laughs> fails. And then the audio fails, and I uh, bet the video <laughs> It's really fails. working for us. No, nah, continue. Tell me about Rhode Island. But yeah, so I mean, like, so after being all over the world, I mean, you guys were kind of asking me, like, like to, to kind of go through this whole point by point. I'm talking about the, the reason. Yeah, I'm talking. So. Talk. You, you were asking. I've been all over the world. You, you said Ibiza is awesome. We talked about like Ibiza and the cool clubs. Of course, it is so great to be able to party all night. But the problem is in Europe, when you want to go back to your bed and it's time to sleep, and there's no air conditioning in any of the hotels that are all five stars, you're like, where the fuck am I? Yeah, yeah. Europe doesn't really like air conditioning. They don't really believe in it. They don't like. Wait, air wait, wait, wait. wait. So even if you're in like the best club in Ibiza, and then you're staying at like the best. Uh, the best fucking hotel there's no ac it's beautiful there at least in my experience the buildings are beautiful the decor is You've beautiful but like been. in terms of or what i've heard sorry <laughs> in terms of like you know creature comforts yeah the only place that i've been that had air conditioning was cuba because what it about is america hot as dick have you been to cuba i've not been to cuba dude but, but you're absolutely right it's like a, it's like a florida on steroids yeah. it's so fucking hot yeah, but I feel United, United States is like a little bubble of creature comforts, and you really? lose that in the rest of the world. And like, it, it, I would I would advise everyone in the world to travel as much as possible because you got to go to the countries, you got to try the food, you got to see the people. We yeah. do have uh, Just, viewers from all over the world yeah. too. So. Yeah, all those international plant yeah. yeah, so, yeah, so address them. But once you have been to those places like three, four times, you're like, all right, this would be really nice if I could walk down the street and buy like. A bottle of water, and they're like, "No, you have to go to this market and go." Have <laughs> no, you have to go. To like, I don't want to haggle with anybody for anything. Like, I just want to go fucking buy shit easily. Like, well, but I'm like, saying right now, where do you live? You live in uh, San Diego. Yeah, I live in San Diego. All right, so, so like, so, that's that's different too, though, compared to the, the right? biggest comparison. And this is to why I love Rhode Island so much. Is for me, Rhode Island is the perfect standard of living. It, to me, that is just like on par. Of course, there are places really like if, if you live in like the like a beautiful, beautiful neighborhood somewhere. Of course, yeah, there's really nice places in the world. But, but for me, Rhode Island, Rhode Island just hits par. It's like that is the standard for life. The people there make sense. The way they act towards each other makes sense. Well, like California, it's like you were saying how you have to go to a lot of <laughs> a lot of places to you know get the uh, feel of a lot of different cultures. Rhode Island is a state, but it's also tiny as fuck. But because it's a complete state and because it's uh, next to the water. It has a lot of different topography. So, like, mm-hmm. in terms of that, it creates a lot of different cultures. When, so, you can live on a farm. You can go to the fucking beach. You can go to the city. And all that out. shit is within. Exactly. Whenever Which, I leave, I'm like, yeah, fuck that. But when I come back, it's like, nice. oh, my Providence is right there. But I, I will say this, Nate, the comfort of Rhode Island is what deters me from it. Because comfort okay. to oh, me yeah. is, is anti-success. It just, I don't want to be, I don't want comfort to be a goal. 
that's why I'm out in California to try and push my career because I'm I'm trying to make that one big stab at it. Stab at it. I want to see if I can either become like a famous producer, DJ. I mean, obviously, yeah. I feel say, like uh, what's what's next for well, big old so, signs? Yeah. So I mean, like star one. Well, before I get yes. too far off track, yeah, <laughs> like I'm gonna throw a brick <laughs> at your head in a second, dude. Stop fucking drinking. Oh my god. But so I mean, like. I moved out to California to try and get some more success and try and grow the company. But like, I, I want to move back to Rhode Island someday because I feel like that's the place to raise a family. And part of the reason yep. why I love Rhode Island so much is because everyone's an asshole, and I really appreciate that. And I miss that more than anything. I think that's an East Coast thing, though. Yeah, you go to Boston, you go to New York. Like, I always sure. said, I always way. said it, the East Coast will punch you in the face, and the West Coast will stab you in the back. You did Ooh. not make Ooh. that. I've up. always said that. I've always said. Thank you. <laughs> you're about to get replaced, dude. Okay. Wait, if you didn't have that amazing sweatshirt on, dude, I would be a, way more accepting of replacing. Dude, wh- when Joe walked in, he goes, where did you get that? Because I bought him a sweatshirt <laughs> for his birthday. <laughs> where did you get that sweatshirt? Like, I thought he was going to say it was ugly. He's like, I want it. I fucking nice, dude. You I fucking, fucking want it. Where'd you get those pants, dude? Dude, I knew, I knew we were going to have you on, so I was like, fuck, I got to look Cali like, as hell, dude. So, like, I mean, I know San Diego is a, a little... I've been to San Diego once. I was in rehab in San Diego, and I fucking, nice. you know, left shortly. Yeah. Is that, then, I feel like you called me, and you're like, I just left rehab. Yeah, maybe. I might have. All right, you should go back. From a, from a pay phone, probably. <laughs> you I was probably go back. <laughs> but it was, I mean, down. You, you want to see? <laughs> it was the only place I knew, and so I walked 10 miles, and I had on orange shorts. One ticket, please. Listen, I had on orange <laughs> basketball shorts, orange socks, and my orange Kobe's. And I'm walking down Midway, which is apparently the worst street in San Francisco. Or uh, uh, San Diego, and this homeless guy goes, "What are you WWE?" I go, "Shut the fuck!" <laughs> I was fucking out of my tits. I was like yelling at all those people. The fuck are you? Yeah, but you weren't high though, right? No, I wasn't. But so San Diego, I was. I'm still insane without the drugs. That's a good so point. So San Diego is. Once you get to the once you get to the West Coast, I think specifically, it's so fucking big. It's yeah. so large the sprawl is so serious it's probably more in la but like even san diego and it's like that was the biggest thing for me when i left rhode island i was like dude i because you don't realize how fucking tiny rhode island is until you leave it like rhode island is the smallest state by a fair margin by like, a lot yeah a lot yeah like 44 yeah. miles fucking uh north to south like that greater, was the... greater san diego is the size of rhode island which is really weird what I'm saying, dude. like so like that was one of the biggest things for me was like because I, I'd never seen so many people in such a large area. I've never seen so much culture, you know, at the same time. So it's like I think living in Rhode Island kind of sets you up to be either, you know, fight or flight once you get out of it. It's like you either succumb to whatever's around you or you rise up. And I think you have risen up and really taken advantage of your surroundings. Much like Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that picture when you're Jesus, um, Andy's a penguin, and I'm dressed. <laughs> Wait, is they going like this? Yeah, is yeah. they going like Dude, this? Completely blackout. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Yeah, that was some religious fucking shit. costumes are the best fucking costumes. I, it felt so good, but it's like I just wish people weren't so sensitive because I mean, like I thought Jared looked great in that sombrero, but people could see that as being racist, and yeah, like but it is a little. It is a little. Things racist. are only now racist, and, and, and I was definitely be a little race. blasphemic, but I mean, like, yeah. Is that a word, blasphemic? Speaking of blasphemy, yeah, blaspheming. Um, uh, Method Man, that's where I got the nun costume. I was a nun last Halloween. Uh, and Meth was one of the guys that I, I faced. Inspiration. I, I, on, when I was on the Wahlburgers episode. So, like, talking about, like, you know, seeing people. Shut the Dude, fuck up. No, it's 
I was going to ask him, you son of a bitch, Sorry. have you seen the Wahlburgers episode he was on? I did not even know that they Joe was did on him, They did so, him so oh, dirty. Oh, so funny, bro. So, so dirty. Wahlberg, I was on the show because they he, come to they come to fucking the Sunset location where I worked, and they're like, we need someone with like a human interest, a human interest story. <laughs> so like, and they all go, dude, literally everyone I worked with was like, Joe lives in his car. He's fucking homeless. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Joe. And I'm like, all right. So they talk to me. They're like, why are you out here? I was like, rehab. They're like, why'd you... Why do you uh, why'd you work better. at uh, fucking uh, Wahlburgers? I was like, I told them I was going to meetings and I would take the bus to work. They're like, where do you live now? I was like, in the fucking parking lot. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah, I lived in my car <laughs> for like 10 I'll months. I'll never forget. So like when we drove cross country to California, yeah. I left and it was like a couple months or something. You called me and I was like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Oh, you're, you're like, I'm, you're like, I'm like, living in my car. You were like, not good. But uh, like you were like, I've been living in my car. Uh, I shower at the gym. But dude, I got to say this <laughs> side note. Me, when I was living in my car, that was the best shape I've ever been in. That was the most mentally sound I've what, ever been in. Meth? No, oh. because every morning the sun wakes you up and the heat wakes you up at 530 in the wait, fucking wait, morning. So you weren't on drugs then? No, nah, not in my car. What oh. I would do is one time I went into the uh, what I would do is I would sleep in the car outside of my rehab because that was like the place I kind of knew. So it was on Venice and uh, Venice and fucking uh, La Brea over there. So I fucking I would sleep in the car and I would always go to Del Taco because I love Del Taco. Mm, Del Taco bro. rips, dude. Del Taco was it banging, rips, right? Rips. All ja I feel so bad. All Jared and I did this after that concert was I would just go to. I was like, I'm dude, depressed, and we would just go to. Slept for a week straight. I was, I was like, can I was, we go for I was a detoxing walk? and shit, and I just come off all the Adderall we took to get over. <laughs> I did, not you. And fucking <laughs> we. So anyway, we went to a Jack in the Box. Oh, dude, it and was I was the a most, vegetarian. Bro, all was, I could get was pancakes. It was oh. bulletproof glass. <laughs> yeah, it was like everyone there that was working had a bulletproof like glass on dude, their head. We went for a walk. Joe packed cigarettes. He hit it once. Bro, homeless people it was like the everywhere. Fucking... And this guy came up, this black dude. He was like, "I know why you won't give me a cigarette." He's calling my. He's yelling. Oh, at he's me saying you're racist. Away. We just gave a bunch of black people. I just spoke cigarettes. Spanish to a yeah. bitch that came out of a bus. Lady. Whoa. You know what's funny, though? I need to you know what's that. funny? I say bitch for women and girls sometimes, and it's only because I'm a real gangster, and that's the only reason why. <laughs> With your little tiara. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what was I saying before? Yada, yada, yada. Uh, back uh, on Nate. Wahlburgers. Wahlburgers, yeah. So, um,. So they were basically like, "What do you? Uh, we want to. We want you on the episode." I was like, I, "I'm out here for music and shit." So for the episode, Donnie Wahlberg and some other dude from New Kids on the Block came in, and I would. Uh, this is the moment that I realized everything in fucking reality show is fake. Well, especially Wahlburgers. Which what is that on? What network? Was, uh, dude, this the is, Wahlburger uh, Network. They had eleven seasons. Jesus yeah, Christ. I was on season nine, episode five. Keep it, <laughs> Amazon baby. Season nine, episode five. Check it out. So listen. So I go to the table. I keep looking at Nate as if he's the camera, but I the love camera's it. right near. I love it. Though. Oh, you've got a straight shot, dude. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's working out for me. So um, I go to the table, and it's Donnie Wahlberg and the other guy. And they're like, all right, just go up, like, serve them food or whatever. So I just go up. I'm chip broke because I'm a fucking ex-dope addict living in my car. So, like, what are you going to say to me? I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm chilling, dude. I'm indoors. I'm fucking I'm chilling. Bro. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. So I go up, and he goes, wow. He's like, where'd you get all that swag from? And they go, stop, reset. Um camera two whatever i'm like okay i back up i walk back over he goes wow where'd you get all that swag <laughs> from i go yo you just said that it's all <laughs> fake so they take me they're like uh he's like he want i want to help you out or like that day like we're i'm talking about the rap or whatever and he's like so he leaves and then comes back two days later 
And it's supposed to be like, oh, like, oh, shit, I, Donnie, this fucking it's camera crew to, there. It was supposed to be like Donnie's just eating. And then Joe comes up and he's like, oh, tell it's me a, about yourself it's, a little bit. It's all bit. fake. So yeah. the second day he comes, he comes in, he's like, listen, I was thinking about what you were saying. He's like, I want to help you out. He's like, I want, you to, I want to fly you out to New York and record a song with Naughty by Nature. And I was like, yeah, whatever, bro. I was like, bull fucking shit. We're from the same fucking area, bro. I don't believe you at all. And he's like, nah, seriously. I was like, whatever. A month goes by. Wait, wait, though. They had like a, a one shot with you saying like, yeah, like I'm really grateful for the opportunity. No, 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 no. That one shot is from after we did all of this oh, shit. I was I'll talk say, about the one shot. I was going to say, I cannot. Be- I thought you'd be like, bullshit. Bullshit. This I'm in a black happen. t-shirt. So listen. So <clears throat> a month goes by. I'm at work on a Friday. Uh, I'm opening Saturday. I'm working at double. I'm covering for someone. Saturday's a good day. So my boss comes over to me. He's like, you're not working tomorrow. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, why am I not working tomorrow? He's like, you got a flight tomorrow at 10 a.m. to fucking New York. I was like, yeah, fucking Skippy. There's no way, dude. i just like to remind everyone that Nate's the guest and he should be talking the most. But that's Nah, bro. Going. Look at his face. No, this is a great story. Thank, I'm enjoying this thoroughly. Thank you. So I have the uh, flight the next day, right? So I'm fucking, I'm always, I'm horrible with time. But I get there early. It's mm. perfect. I get there early. I park my lot in the long-term parking, which is a fucking butt fuck away, dude, because we're in L.A. and everything's 30 miles away from each other, even at the airport. So I take the fucking bus. I go to the curb. I get to the curb. Dude, my flight leaves at 11 o'clock. It's 10 o'clock. Oh. I realize I left my gold tooth in the car. Mm. I'm like, I need my gold tooth. <laughs> so I start walking to the lot. I can't find it. I don't know where it is. I finally get to my fucking... Bro, when I say this, it was miles away <laughs> from the fucking dude so i finally i get my tooth out of the car there's one of those um uh buses that take you to the cars i pop on one of those i get back to the thing i get to the line bro the line the security line is full can i just say something from my perspective i would think they have a whole crew with you like you get like a we're all meeting on pr- the plane we're you sort of get like plane. a private thing no, we're all meeting on the plane they don't okay. know where the fuck i am at this point <laughs> so i get to the line and i'm not gonna make it through this line so I go to the security guard. I'm like, listen, like um, the, the TSA, I'm like, I need to get on this I'm gonna flight. I'm going to be on TV. It's 1010. <laughs> the flight is at 11, so it leaves at 1045. Oh. I'm like, I got to get on this flight. Can I cut the line? And she goes, the TSA is responsible for the security checkpoints in the airport. They are not responsible for the lines. Hmm? I go, what do you mean? She goes, technically, you can just cut the line. Bro, I cut hundreds. Wait, of- wait, wait, wait. <laughs> the TSA serve the checkpoint between international land. So wait, and the you just walked up by a bunch of people. I literally had like, my bag on me. I went, sorry, 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 cutting the line, going around. Blah, blah. Were you getting screamed oh, at? Oh my god, fuck where the fuck? I was like, Psh, get the fuck out of here, bitch! I'm gonna be on TV. <laughs> I get all, bro. I'm, when I say, when I say, I took one of those plastic buckets out of an old lady's hand, like the thing when it slides. <laughs> She's about to put her shit. I went. Put her shoes. She Honestly, just took bro, her shoes off. I'm not even joking. I might have said yoink. <laughs> I might have even said yoink. Uh, I might have went yoink, you old dork. Throw my they shit said in. That they were just like. Whatever. So I go through the thing. It's bro. it's about 10:30, right? 15 minutes. I get to the 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 gate. It's C9. I remember this gate. I get to the gate. They're like the gate changed. I was like, sick. I'm sure it's super <laughs> close in this huge fucking airport. That's the size of the state I'm from. They're like, uh, it's like whatever, F-13. Bro, I had seven minutes. The bag I'm taking is a leather Lagerfeld bag. It's the nicest bag I own. My cousin gave it to me. I found it in her shed. It doesn't have a shoulder strap. Stole it. So I have to carry it like this. It's heavy as shit. 
I put it on my shoulder. I book it through the airport. Like, <gasps> I come around the corner, dude. It's like 1044. I go, stop the plane! Stop the plane! They fucking let me on the Yo, plane. Yo, talk I, about clipping, dude. I fucking get on the plane, dude. They're like, the producer's sitting right there, Lauren. She's like, oh, Joe, you made it. So I get on the episode, whatever, blah, blah. We do the episode. Um, in the Wait, I have a, qu- I have a question. Yeah. Did, did they, like, check in with you in the morning? Like, hey, Joe, nah. we're getting on the... I mean, they might have given me a text or whatever, but, bro, I'm so horrible with everything that's, like, adult. I mean, if I was, like, a producer it of doesn't the doesn't matter. Show... That's the thing. That's the other thing. You're so replaceable. So I oh, get so to the... then maybe they just wait the next day or maybe. Or just say, maybe. we'll do a new episode. Donnie Wahlberg. This dude is fucking touring still. He's 117 years old. He's still touring. <laughs> Man. So fucking great guy, though. So we go to the thing. We go to the... Um, we go to KG Studio in New Jersey. Or over the over the water in Hoboken, I think. Uh, so we fucking um, we do the thing, and they're like, Donnie is like, who are some of your uh, influences? And I was like, my favorite rapper is Master Ace and Method Man. I didn't know that. Yeah, Master Ace and Method Man are my favorite. So he's like, dude, when I say like three minutes later, Donnie literally just calls fucking Method Man on his phone. He's like, we got someone that wants to talk to you. So I'm like, dope. What? But gives me the phone. Donnie gives me his phone. I'm FaceTiming with Meth. He's looking at me. He's like, oh, what's up, Joe? He's like, I heard you were. Bro, I'm so starstruck. The only thing I can think to say to him is how 11 years ago when his wife got sick, Wendy Williams released the information on his wife before he wanted it out. Why did you say that? So all I say was, yo, Wendy Williams is a bitch, huh? And he goes... I don't want to say it. he's like he's like yeah Yo, you know and you know what's he's funny like, he's it, like that shit's crazy you know whatever blah blah they couldn't run it because it's just me talking <laughs> shit about Wendy Williams. <laughs> <laughs> no that they fuck who Wendy Williams and Method Man isn't that true what? isn't that true anyway wait wait we're gonna have to that tr- we're gonna have gotta, to fact, we'll check, fact that, check that but later. I think I so think that's true they also so he's like I got someone else for you it was it was Master Ace so I'm talking to Master Ace on the phone I thought you would have said MF Doom. No, MF Doom is one of my greats. Rip. Yeah, RIP. So after the fucking, so after the thing, this is the uh, clip he's talking about. So after the fucking thing happens, mind you, uh, it was in New York. So my boy Drew uh, lives in Rhode Island. I was like, uh, take the train up there and meet me. We can stay in the hotel together. So Drew did that. He does, he <clears> makes <throat> like the beat. We've said this multiple Drew times. Makes, his, the beat he makes are like. It Plus literally sounds like you heard on the radio. Shout out clockwork music. Nate, clockwork I'm going to send you some of his shit. Maybe you guys you can do something shit. together. Yeah, so dude, listen, they're fucking professional. They're so good. So fucking. So they're like, we ended at four o'clock. They're like, we're going to do the, the wrap up, the whatever, like the after interview at six. And Lauren, who is in my phone, is Lauren, Lauren Powerful. No, she's the producer. She's such a cool girl. Cool lady. Um, she's like, don't get too drunk. Don't get too drunk. <laughs> It's a recipe for getting drunk. Okay, too drunk. Yeah, right. What but bro, the fuck? I just left the fucking. Now, mind you, I was in the studio with Donnie and KG, and I had bars. When I say I rapped over 160 bars, every time they put me back in the studio, I was rapping different shit. And at one point, Donnie was like, "No, rap that shit like uh, dope the way I lose." He rapped my lines back to me. I was like, "This is super fucking weird." That's sick. Yeah, right. But I'm like, but yo, not- I'm on cloud fucking nine. I'm like, we're going to get drew. We're going to get fucking drunk. Before I can say this, I call him. He's like, I'm at the German bar down the street from the fucking hotel. Hey. So the Uber drops me off at the German bar. Gorgeous bartender. I remember her. I start drinking bourbon like it's the end of the world, dude. I start drinking bourbon like I'm fucking Hemingway. Wait, wait, like, wait, wait, wait. 
Did Drew play any part in this episode? No. Oh, okay. No, okay. Drew actually okay. got mad at me. He apologizes for it now. Okay. He's like, damn, I thought I was going to like meet Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I thought, dude, I thought, yeah. So, so listen, so I get too drunk is what I'm saying. They filmed the clip outside of the hotel. I'm four bourbons deep. And the clip you're talking about is me drunk as shit. Wait, the, I thought it was during the day. It was during the day, but it was. I mean, oh, okay, never mind. It was like it was like no, it was six o'clock, but it was like still light up. Oh, okay. Uh, and I'm just like talking about now. You know, I'm Italian, so the hands start getting higher and higher and higher and higher. I'm like, damn, it's like the fucking opportunity. Like I can't believe, and I'm looking into the distance. I can't yeah, believe, but... blah blah blah. And I got my tooth in. Da, 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 da. I can't believe all that. So that was the cutscene. No, but it comes off like you're. It seems yeah, like, I'm right outside. Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. Because like... they ask me questions. I don't know if you've ever done anything like that. You know, you have to answer in full sentences. They have they ask wait, you wait, questions wait, behind wait, and they just wait, delete their wait questions. Wait a second. Wait a second. So this is the the shot that they cut in with right after they told you you you're gonna fly to New York. Oh yeah, that's a different one. Okay. Yeah, okay. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> 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 no, because there's. Something... I get what you mean. They 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 do a they Whatever, the first day dude. they did one outside and of yeah, Walmart. And you said you were appreciative, and I was like, Joe's never appreciated anything in his life. This is so crazy. It's about you again. So listen. Uh, did I say my? <laughs> so listen. Um. So the episode is done. This episode's about to be about me. The episode comes out, anything. and you know what I realized, Nate? That a ten carat gold tooth. On TV, you know what it looks like? <laughs> like just regular teeth. It looks like a dead tooth. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's not what a good they did was, when I first started the show, they said, are you going to wear the gold tooth? And what did my dumbass say? I was like, it's part of me. It's who I am. It's my image. No, you did not. I swear to God. That's, that's, the, that's the vein I had. They just shot around it. They shot around it. So the whole time, are you, you don't serious? see the tooth until... I'm leaving the fucking studio with Donnie, and I smile, and it looks like I got a dead fucking Wait. pirate tooth in my mouth. And then it cuts to Donnie, and he goes, I don't know if Joe's going to be a rapper, but at least I got to do something nice. Literally. Yo, Click. Li and oh. that's the episode. Literally, that yo it literally you got. makes it like they gave Joe like a chance to rap, and then he's like, I don't know. Is Joe good? No, he probably sucks. <laughs> and side note. I gave him a chance. While I'm in the studio, uh, KG asked me. He's like, oh, we're going to do some back vocals. And I called them ad libs or whatever, you know, like, you know, what no! ad libs are. Yeah. And he, goes, he goes, you know what back vocals are? And I go, are those like ad-libs? He goes like, yeah. But before I say that, he goes, if you don't know what it is, don't worry about it. So they take that and they cut oh. it and they cut to Donnie. And Donnie goes, I don't know if Joe knows how to do this shit. <laughs> maybe maybe he needs a day to think about it. Yep. Let's come back tomorrow. There was no fucking tomorrow. It was one day. It was the same day. So what they have is... A homeless fucking drug addict that lives in his car that came to New York and has the same outfit on two days in a row. <laughs> they have you going in there. You're like, bones are made of treble clef. And then they're like, ooh, I don't know if that's good <laughs> enough. Come back tomorrow. And then you So come... what I'm saying is of all that, I understand what you mean is like once, you know. Are you going to bring it back full circle? I'm really trying to. It's, a, <laughs> it's, like, it's a fucking parallelogram at this point. But fucking, you know, it's like once you get past all that shit, once you get past like the hype of it, it's like it really is just like normal people doing their jobs. So Joe knows what it's like to yeah, be yeah. a DJ. It, it really, uh, it really truly is just normal people doing their normal jobs. And it kind of like 
I don't want to say it ruins it, but it makes it into something different. It's like it, it's a business. You see people trying to make money, and like there's so many like yeah. people that there's jobs just to like like I don't like that. I don't like how they cut up the scene to make it so that it works better for them, but it doesn't actually work better for the person. It sucks, that's but to, be to compartmentalize, you have to compartmentalize it because there's so many different aspects. I of wonder, it. like as a DJ, I wonder if it's if it's better to like treat it as a business as a job, or if it's better to like. You know, treat it as like a lifestyle. Nate exists, right? So, I mean, Nate's part of it is real. And if these people want to be super artsy with it, regardless of if they're I don't even know. I removed don't... from it or not, like there's there's a yeah. Remember this because I keep I keep thinking like for like juxtaposition to Yaro, I keep thinking like chain smokers. Their I feel like their lifestyle is probably completely opposite, <laughs> where they just get like fucked. Man, up. you really love the lifestyle, huh? No. Yeah, I mean, it, it, uh, speaking in regards to the lifestyle, I mean, there are lots of DJs that party really hard. I mean, there are the guys that will go to the after parties and want to do all that other stuff. I mean, like, when I'm traveling, I take advantage of those after parties as much as I can in a safe environment. If I feel comfortable going out with my photographer, like, I, I really don't like it. Like, if I'm in another country and someone's like, hey, come to this after party, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to get hostile. So, I mean, like... I try and avoid like, going you alone. You look like you have ripe organs. Like, oh I, yeah, dude. I bet no. if I cut your kidney out, dude, it would smell like roses. Oh no, I don't think so. <laughs> My well, kidney's probably. Not... You look like you lost a little weight. You do look. I was gonna say that, you bro. You do skinnier. look like you lost some weight. I've gained a lot of weight. Yeah. I think Jared found all the weight I lost. So I think I very did. funny, <laughs> very good joke. You fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, look good. You look are those good. prescription glasses? They are prescription glasses. That's pretty God cool. Damn it. All right, so listen, Nate, um, I want to do a little thing with you. Uh, we're going to do something real quick. Called Kiss the Co-Host. No, it's not called Kiss the Co-Host. <laughs> this is for uh, all of us, okay? We're at an hour 10, by we're the way. We're at an hour 10. We're going to be we're gonna be wrapping it up. But listen, uh, we're going to do a sound game, okay? Oh, okay. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, you, wait, you have a new improv game? Yeah, I have a new improv game. Uh, it's basically just uh, you have to try to make the sound that I make. Uh, okay? Oh, I thought is that what it is? Yeah. I thought it was you play a sound, like a real sound. No, no, no. You, you make something physical. Okay, so first we're, we're going to start easy, okay? So I'm going to make the noise. Then Nate is going to try to make the noise. Jared is going to try to make the noise, okay? okay? Mm, okay. Play it again. Play it one more time. For... One more time, okay. I, don't, I didn't hear a gr in there. I didn't hear a gr, and he did a gr. There's no, definitely some, there's a little build up. There's a little. Well, it's, there's, I think it's just a. Oh, but you didn't go. All right, yeah, all right. Exactly. Okay, we're gonna do one more. Do we're gonna do more. another one. That's gonna be a. It's a he got it, dude. It's a fucking glass, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm, okay, I'm gonna cut this with you banging it and him going. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ready. Okay, 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 okay. This is really fun. Okay, and we're going to do another I'm just, one. I'm, sorry, I'm just waiting for Joe to fart in the microphone, because, like... Oh! And we're just going to do one more, and I think that's going to be it. Let's do a one-word story. I feel like we should, do, do, one I feel like we should do one-word stories with one all of our story. guests. Okay. You, know, you know it from... I know it. I have been shocked by how difficult this is for other people. It's not difficult at all. Just think about the life you've made for yourself compared well, we're to gonna that. Because you're you're getting cocky with it, so you got to do it quick. Nate's yeah, getting. You think you think like, sounds? 
the, Nate, the sounds that Nate made. No, he just talking. said, he said, I'm surprised that they said it's difficult. <laughs> Nate goes, boy, you're like, oh, excuse <laughs> the fuck out of me, no, dude. He but, said, I'm surprised but, they're making it so difficult. I've been watching the other podcast and it'll be, Jared will be like, I'm going to set this up easy. He'll be like, once. And they're like, and like instead, of, instead of someone like saying a pun, someone will be like, Avocado, and I'm like, what? Once avocado? Like, I what the you, fuck? I told you, my boy. I go. Wait, right. you said it. You said this on three podcasts. No, right, number four. I go. I go. Say a word. He goes seventy. I go. What the fuck? <laughs> that is a word. And like, yeah, you could be like seventy ducks go to the mall, and they bought. Ooh, this guy's getting clothing. cocky with it, dude. Nate is the best I've ever heard of this. All right, let's go. I'll start. Yep. Today there was a big. Person. No, no, you no, waited too long. You but waited... I, I gave him a heart because I gave you an adverb, so that's tough. That's tough. <sighs> All right, we'll start. We'll do it again, I and I'll, I won't. An I won't stop. It's not an adverb. Like he's an adjective. <clears throat> Monday was a good day because I like turtles. So Monday, I went. To the aquarium and molested a turtle. Perfect. Yes. yes. <laughs> right, good. I like it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. We're at a dude. I think Nate, we're good. I gotta tell you, this is one of my favorite. Episodes. I gotta say, it out was of all the episodes. No, it was very. Nate, it was very fun. And you know what's fun? It's because I've never had the uh, experience of having someone else have a life that you can fall back on to talk about. Can I ask you one more one more question? Jesus fuck. Uh, when people ask you what you do, do you go, <laughs> "Oh, let me just tell you," and you feel real cool when you say it? Um, I do. Um, but because I, I do, like saying uh, I'm a software developer, I feel cool. Like uh, I can only imagine what it's like to say, "Yeah, well, I travel around with games." So, and so I would say uh, the last couple of years, I definitely have been <laughs> a little bit of a braggart about it, and. Um, I started to find out that that wasn't working for me because uh, people want to know too many details. And I found out that I don't really want to talk to an Uber driver for a 45 minute drive. Oh, no. Um, no so now that. I've started uh, telling people that I'm an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I will say I do agree with you that mystery is so much better than facts, dude. Where, dude, where, I, might, I might have where to. Where do you work? I work at a place <laughs> where accountants work. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the, the TikTok thing where yeah. it's hookers or something. I don't really look at it. All right, I, so. Yeah, we're at an hour fifteen. Listen, well, I, I one love... more thing I wanted to get in. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, plug, plug. Yeah, your we're going to give you a plug. Is it say a plug your, thing? Well, we're going to. It's not a plug thing. It was a question you asked earlier. It's not a plug. We don't want to hear. If it's not a plug. Then I'm just. You asked me right. what what I wanted next for my future. I mean, like, so okay, I went to I school. That forty five. Oh, <laughs> so, like, I went to college. Like, I went to UVM. I went there. I thought I was going to do music. I didn't. Re- I realized that I wasn't going to do the music program, and I was like, "Fuck! Like, what am I going to do? I want to do something music related." I did entrepreneurship. I realized I fucking hated that. Um, I was like, "What am I going to do?" I-, I ended up being a sculpture major at UVM, which everyone was like, "You're going to make zero money doing that." Lights. Yeah. Well, so I made my own major kind of like I got I, I graduated with a studio degree, uh, uh, a BA in studio art and a minor in theater. And I took every lighting class, every stage design class. And everyone was like, there's no way you're going to make any money doing this. And I was like, yep, that's what I said. Well, Wait, was, so was like doing lighting like a passion of yours or did you were you just like, uh, let me get like a niche sort of 
I think I just you knew, fell into I knew, it. I think I, you liked I, I the industry, right? I knew that I wanted yeah. to be in the music world. I thought I wanted to be, like, a performer. I love that side of things. And then I started going to all these concerts, and I was like, the lasers gotcha. are sick, the lights are sick. Like, I want to be part of this world. And so, luckily, I met a guy who got me my first in at a music venue. But, like, my, when I graduated, like, my senior thesis was, like, a stage for Adventure Club. Like, I knew I wanted to do visuals for artists. Really? That's and, cool. like... That was me graduating in 2014. It's 2021 now. Like seven years later, I did it. I did what I, I did my dream. So now it's like, now what? It's like, what am I going to do now? And you asked me, like, what is my dream? What's Nate next for Nate? And like, I think I really want to uh, bring specifically you two in on my next project. Me or because, the band like, U2? Us or U2? I think uh, he means the band. You mean Bono? U2 as in Bono, The Edge. No, U2. <laughs> <asked me. laughs> But like, okay, so like, you asked me like, when I sit there in, in bed and it's 3 a.m. and my anxiety's running and, I, and I'm fantasizing about what I want to do with my life, you two are there in my head. Like, like hey, I want to do something. You jerked off. This is before. During. This is, this is what's building that feeling inside yeah. of me. But, uh, no, he lights the candles. I, I think that I, I don't know. I, I'm a firm believer. Yeah, in, I'm a firm believer in serendipity and things working out in a certain way for a reason. And I can't help but feel that I met you two. Because we're gonna do something like big. Like I, I think like all these pieces need to come together. Like yeah, but... no, you're right. Because if, if there was anything I could do, like if there was an aspect of it that was bringing all the people I loved into my shit, like that that would make the job even like that much better. That's the only thing that I want right now is like I want to see you two on stage with me at Coachella, oh, no. all rapping together. Like I, I, I think like Jared Wait, rapping. Did you say rapping? Not yet. Yeah, I did say rapping. All you want all of us to be he rapping? He wants me yeah. to rap, dude. He doesn't think... want you to rap. Make some I, code. I was born the best. <laughs> That's the thing is that like I no, think that wait, we need to get a Demstank reunion. No, I feel you, Nate, because when you said that shit, wait, to no, me, let me you... finish. Nate's no, doing something it, inspirational. It's the same thing. When you hit me up and you were like, "I want you to like you know do a bar, like do like a piano riff," like dude, that was the honestly that was the first thing in a long time that I was like, "I'm I would love to do that." Yeah, wait, I, I yeah, think... finish your finish your finish yeah. Your... Well, I, I discovered something new about myself that I was really burnt out that like, man, I'm, I'm really good at a lot of little things, but I'm not the best at anything. I'm I not feel the you on that. Yep. And someone said something to me the other day that really hit home for me. I, actually, I just started seeing a therapist. Um, It was my therapist that told me this. Wait, job. That, wait, wait, wait. Good job. I but, but, before, before I get too far off track, he said that sometimes it's not a bad thing to be the person that's really good at just identifying what fits in a piece in the puzzle so like i yeah, might not be fixer, the best, the glue, the glue. best musician but i can't i can listen to someone else's mix and be like i know what this is missing and like i i when i hear when i heard jared's rapping when he was in high school when i've heard joe's raps and jay was opening the piano i'm like i can hear it in my head i'm like oh this is bigger than us like this could be something that's on a huge stage people could be fans of this like i could see people rapping along with joe's lines like jared like like we're, we're all talented multi-instrumentalists <laughs> like Jared plays piano well. Joe plays piano well. I mean, it's all, all these people that can play multiple roles. And I was like, yeah. there needs to be one way that kind of brings all these pieces together and, and makes it into something that people are like, holy shit, that's awesome. But can I, mean, I be honest? That This is why I admire you because, like... You fucking do it. You, like, you go for it. Yep. Like, if, if I said, like, us three new, need to do this, like, big big podcast where joe's gonna rap and like play i'm gonna blah, get blah. depressed and stay yeah, inside yeah. all day you would jared's be like, gonna get anxiety about something <laughs> he has at work yeah, yeah. you would be like but yes would, i'm down yes. and i'm gonna do it and you would somehow produce it and yeah. it would it would be like an amazing thing and i think that's where i've gotten my like like work like 
ability to to like see things through e- to exactly. fruition. Because you're you're the kind of guy that like we've seen like you've been working on this since fucking who knows when, and now it's come to because like I wanted to rap proof, and you're like proof. all right I'm gonna fucking figure out how yeah. to like work logic I'm gonna get it for free. We got to do something. And together. we did it. You're absolutely right. We got to so, do something together because you guys mm-hmm. have crazy skills, and I just happen to be born well to talk. I use a one of the most talented instrumentalists I've ever met for no reason. It's like, it's almost like God blessed you with like the greatest gift in the world and you somehow wasted it. Oh, he's so right. No. Oh my God. Yeah, goes, I'll never forget. I, just said I take back. Fuck no, you. He's so right. Fuck no, I'll so never right. forget. Joe will just be. I remember going to Joe's basement and Joe would just sit there at a piano, just like singing and rapping, and like all the girls all around were just like melting. Everyone's like. <laughs> Fawning over Joe. I want to be like lightning. And we're all doing funny shit. And then Joe just does this like bar that like has nothing to do with yeah, uh, fucking you, you plus, plus me equals, equals glass. glass. <laughs> but, after, <laughs> but after that, it had nothing to me do plus with Me plus sand equals glass. And that was the last thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's those moments that I look back at. I'm like, holy shit. Like we were writing stuff that like. That could yeah. be a clever. That could it's be a little way of something bigger. Yeah. Kind of, you, and you I, are right. You do have. And the I'm not saying. I'm not just saying that Joe wasted his potential. I feel like I wasted my potential. I feel like all of us as a group. If we, had, if if during high school, if I had known how big the music scene was going to blow up and how SoundCloud yeah. rappers were going to blow up, well, I would have put. I would have dropped out of college and put 110 percent effort into Dem Stank Do you ever? Yeah. Do, you ever we, do you ever think like, fuck, like me and you like made music for a little like. Fuck! I should have I should have devoted all of my time. To nah, fuck music. that because you can't. That's what I. We're I still that's young. The that's time. the thing we have to realize. We're still young. We're still young. We, once you get that into your head that you've missed an opportunity, it acts like it's not there anymore. That's and all it is is that you're a little late to the game. And that's it's literally I've been trying to overcome that feeling of like fuck I fucked up I spent too much time figuring out other yep. things and now yep. I'm trying to pull back and be like no actually I spent a lot of time learning how the scene works mm-hmm. making connections with managers of artists like I have all that backside I down need, now. I need and to now go to- I, Therapist. Yeah, <laughs> you do. Nate is, Nate is Bob, killing it. Dude. But Listen, I, let me. Go. I was gonna say, I think that it's finally getting to the point where I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I see how the world works. I see how the industry works. Let's go back to where we were when we were all yes, with the mindset having, that we have, have this now. Is, exactly. This is what the podcast I think has been for us. I'm gonna, cry, I'm gonna start crying. I, me dude. too, dude. <laughs> I pissed my pants I'm already. I'm peeing right now. <laughs> my floor hard, is hard, so it hurts. So there's there's an artist named James Murphy. He's the lead singer of this band, LCD Sound System. Um, oh, they didn't release their like, their first album until he was in his mid thirties, and he actually talks about it in interviews a lot. Where he's like, "I thought that I was like behind. I thought that I had missed my chance." And what I didn't realize is that it was just starting. Like that 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 first stepping stone to be able to go out on that next step of your journey is literally there in front of you. And uh, right now, I see that as this is that moment. Forty. I feel it's that like, that's what like, I always think about. This podcast, I feel like for us, has just been like a therapeutic. Let's, let's just, but it's been like let's let's just do it because I feel like all the other things like. When I was making music, I was like, I, I want to make music to get famous. You yeah. know, it's always been like there's some like crazy goal. But this and once for me you is... don't, and once you don't reach that goal, it's like you're very quick to give up exactly. the progress exactly. you've had. And I think that consistency is one of the most underrated aspects of human life. Hell once yeah. you do something over and over again, one day you wake up and you can do it. Like for instance, you could, I could pick you up and throw you at a fucking concert, and you would be able to do the shit there. You would yeah. be able to do the lights. You'd be able to like, like you said, like when you had to do it. When you're on the spot, and it's like, if you looked at that uh, 
set of skills when you're 18 years old, it almost seems insurmountable. It seems unattainable. But like, once you have it, sure. exactly. But once you've been doing something, and like this podcast this is our ninth episode, and it's not crazy, but it's like it's actually not, it's more it's like our, our tenth like, or eleventh. We, no, we deleted no, no. a lot of it's, yeah. It's more like our fifteenth yeah, episode, yeah. but we but fucked like, up so many. But episodes. like just doing something, this just doing something every day. Like there's mm. so much to be said it for feels, that. Yeah, and that's why I gotta say, Nate. Very impressed with you. Very proud of you, dude, as your boy. And this has been a really good. Yeah, and episode. I'm getting I'm getting worried that the cameras are going to shut off or something. <laughs> if you, you if you have him, any last thing you want to plug. plug or just any any last sentiments, anything uh, had uninterrupted, you got some time right now. And Joe yeah. will not interrupt you. Yeah. The only thing he, I want to plug right now is my favorite podcast, Clam Cakes. <laughs> I've been watching this for like fucking weeks now. Like I don't think you understand. Like I went through a really hard thing, not to get really serious in the last couple minutes, uh, minutes, but uh, I went through a really bad breakup. I lost. I was gonna bring that. Yeah. No, no, no. We'll have you on next we'll, time. We'll, we'll, no, we'll, we'll, that how about we're boys and we'll talk to you later? But, but I will say, those who are there, this is the first episode they're listening to. Keep on watching Clam Case because this podcast has made me a happier person. I listen to this on my walks. I get my exercise in. Once a week, I listen to this podcast. I laugh my fucking ass off. I'm sure my neighbors with my AirPods in think I'm fucking like crazy out of my mind because I'm just sitting there like dying laughing walking around this neighborhood. But like, man, like this podcast and hearing the stories you guys tell, like I started remembering things that I had forgotten from high school. Like that shit was huge for me. And it made me feel happier. And so thank you guys. Thank you. Clint thank Cakes. you. Thank Let you, me Nate. tell you something. You know, what, you know what I'm going to do for the outro music. I'm putting going away on. Oh <laughs> my God. From our, old band, a, our old band, contemporary goose. The, out, the outro song is going to be gone away. All right. Um, so guys, honestly, that was Nate Steiner. Dude, that was Seriously, oh, I got I got to give it. What a, hit. a fucking that hour. was so much. Fun. We're at an hour and a half. That was that shit flew. Bro, by. this was the longest one we've ever done. It doesn't even feel like it. Yeah, it literally doesn't awesome. even feel like it. At twenty minutes, I was like, "Get me the fuck out of here." At <laughs> twenty five minutes, more drink? I was like, "Do you want to get a condo together?" <laughs> Nate, I really like. I mean, we could have you on every fucking. Week, no, we're de- we're definitely gonna have you on again. Whenever you want to be on, back whenever you guys would have me. And, and right, if you could get me one of those sure mics, dude. I'll take an extra one. Those are the fucking professional ones. Ladies and gentlemen, Nate Steiner. That was Nate Steiner. Thank you. Wait, very wait, much. wait, wait, wait. You know how we end it. Oh, I know how we end it. You know how we end it. You're right. Okay. And so... you, do you know what you need to say? Just say it for me. Line me up. Okay. No, so you, where... all right. So you go. You say until next time, and then we all look in the camera and go. Thanks. All right. So whenever you're ready, whenever you're say ready, those cousin. words. Until next time.
As you wage war with the world, you end up giving yourself. You've got away. Yeah.